Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. I was talking to my mama this morning. My mama told me, she said, Neil, when you get ready to sing, I want you to make sure you dedicate a song to me. This song is dedicated to my mama. I said, this song is dedicated to my mama. Years ago, mama then would be sitting down in that old Pentecostal church. We didn't have a real big church. We had a little old small church. Mama then would stand up in the corner and she would say, get it right, church, and let's go home. Anybody wanna 
Empowerment Temple where I served as Minister of Music back in 2004 
And it's a song that we released, but we never recorded it. It's called Zion Song. And it really is a metaphor of you, you the worshiper, you the church, you are Zion. That you can never be in a place where you don't have your praise. Some of us have been in a place and we have locked up our praise, but we say, Zion, lift your hearts from the willow trees. The hearts represent your praise. Your praise brings your liberty. Anytime you feel trapped, all you got to do is open up your mouth and give God a... Can you do me a favor? Can you open up your mouth and give Jesus a praise in the house tonight? Glory to God. Zion song.
you know, it can be done whether you talk to the Lord in the form of a question. Some people ask, are you praying the will of God or are you praying for your will to be done? This is what you should ask yourself. Prayer is not to bring his will in line with yours, but it's for your will to be in line with his will. Okay, so people have asked before, what type of prayers are there? Well, I was taught that there are several types of prayers. You know, there are five basic types of prayer. And um, the way you can remember the types of prayers through this acronym, ACT. Okay, so X stands for, and I'll go over each one, uh, A is for adoration. Adoration means that you're going to worship, you're paying homage, you're reverencing, and you're esteeming the Lord. And see, Jesus taught us the same thing in the Lord's Prayer. He said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, in Matthew 6 and 19. And this gives you a perspective of how we should be adoring Christ. He also showed us in Psalms 95, 1 through 7, where he tells us to come. Let us joy for the, to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and exalt him with music and song. For the Lord is great, the great king above all kings. In his hands are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. So when we take time to praise and worship God in our prayers, we're placing God where he rightfully belongs. See, you know, as a result, our problem needs to come into the proper perspective. But what happens too often is that when it comes to our prayer time and our immediate launch, we set off a bunch of uh, uh, requests that's like a shopping list, you know. So it reminds us of Alice in Wonderland, you know, I'm late, I'm late. You know, it's a very important date. You know, we'll say, hello, goodbye, I'm late, I'm late. You know, there's no time to even say, hello, God, how are you, God? How many of you have done that? You just tell God whatever you want. It's only about what you want. That's when you pray, only about when you want something from God. This doesn't honor God. It doesn't lift him up and give him praise. We treat like God like we do persons at a fast food drive through. You know, you don't even let them know, you know, how close and how special he is in the relationship with, you know, you. You just tell them, look, I want a Big Mac and fries and that's that. You know, but we have to give adoration in our prayers because, uh, you know, it's just necessary. Uh, you have to express your love and your awe for him because he is awesome. The next thing I want to talk about is the C of X is confession. See, David said, if I had known about and ignored my sin in my heart, God would not hear my prayers. If you skip this step, which is confession, you're wasting your time. 
Okay, it's like this. God ain't listening to you when you don't confess your sins. See, that's why he saved us. You know, we can confess our sins and be forgiven. It's when you don't confess those sins that you cannot be forgiven of something you don't confess. Um, Do you want your prayers to be received and answered? Okay, well, if you do, you want to examine yourself and you want to examine your life of sin. You know, fess up and admit you've done wrong and then repent. You know, in order to know that you've done wrong, some people say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. I don't even know if I did wrong. So in order to know, you have to have the Bible. And so the Bible goes hand in hand with your prayer. And the main reason God gave us the word is not that we he can uh, police, be like a policeman to us and he's going to discipline us or he's going to punish us. He just wants us to know what is required. Okay, so imagine that you went to lunch and um, you're leaving the restaurant. You're going back to work. And as you walk out, you notice several people are looking at you, and they even smiling. You know, you wonder, like, what they looking at, you know? <laughs> then a woman, she reaches in her purse, and she pulls out, you know, a clinic. And, you you know, and then she pulls out a uh, mirror, and she hands it to you. You look at the mirror, and you see that there's a noodle hanging out your your face, and and you got some marinara in your on your cheeks. So, was the mirror a bad thing because she showed it to you? Was the woman a bad person because she gave you the mirror? Well, the mirror is the Bible, and the woman is God. If you don't look in the mirror, you can't know what's wrong. If you don't read the Bible. God can't show you your heart. He can't show you your sins. You got to read the Bible, and it'll help you to confess your sins. The next thing is the teeth given. Surely, you know, I don't think I have to explain how you give thanksgiving to God. You just thank God for all that he's done. Thank God for the many blessings that he's given you in your life. That's how you thank him. Just thank him, thank him, thank him. You know, because, you know, thank them for the little things. Thank them for the big things. Thank them. Thank them. Okay, now, the S is for spirit. You've got to pray in the spirit. In John 4 and 24, he tells us that the way to worship God is in spirit and in truth. To worship God in spirit and truth, that means that our spirit, not your mind, has to reach out to God and touch him. There has to be a hunger, a passion, a sincerity in your approach to God. And then he wants that approach to have some persistence. Because in verses 1 through 8, he gave us a parable where he taught us that we must persevere in prayer. Never give up when you're praying. When you're praying, you ask God, but just leave it in his hand and know that it's a done deal, okay? See, when we get caught up in our situation and circumstances, we sometimes lose a little hope. No, keep your eyes on Jesus. And then you also want to pray with some humility. And he tells us in the verse 9 through 14 that the Pharisees, you know, and through the tax collectors, they taught us to pray being humble and to pray with a broken and a contrite spirit. Come to God with humility. You know, God don't have to do anything. But because we are humble, he wants to do it for us. 
And then we must pray in faith. We must believe that whatever we ask him for, because we ask him according to the will of God, that he will do those things, okay? Amen. Well, you know what? Here's some common questions I want to give some answers to. Okay, what if I don't feel like praying? You know what? Why, why should I pray? You know, pray anyway. It doesn't matter what you feel like because some things are important to God. And out of obedience, you should be faithful and you should pray. Because the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. You know, that doesn't mean 24 hours a day. That that doesn't mean that you got to uh, pray all the time. It means that you should be faithful in your daily prayers and do not cease. Don't stop. You know, and then some people want to know, what if I miss a day? Well, you know what? Don't try not to let uh, yourself miss a day because, you know, the more consistency you have, the closer you will be with him and the more you can confess your sins and the more you can get back to him day to day. You keep building your relationship with him. Okay, what if I don't think God hears me? Wow, well, you need a bigger God because God is omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's everywhere. God knows everything. How can he not hear you? You know, now, he may not be listening, and he, but he doesn't answer. You know why? Because you may have unconfessed sin or doubt uh, or you're not doing his will, but God hears you. What if I pray for something that's not his will? Well, if you pray for something that's not God's will, you're not going to get it. That's as simple as it is. And the next question is, what is the will of God? Okay, well, there are so many different wills of God. Um, The will of God is that you be sanctified. He wants you to abstain from sexual immorality. The will of God is that he wants to show you patience. He wants to love you. You know, the will of God is that he says in John uh, 6 and 38 through 40 that for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me and that the will of him who sent me that I should not lose nothing of all that he has given me, but will rise up on the last day. For this is the will of my father, that everyone who looks on the son and believes in him should have eternal life and I will raise him up on the last days. Praise God, that is the will of God. Another will of God is that God wills that you should do good. You should do good and put silence to foolish, ignorant things or people. In 1 Peter 2 and 15, in Ephesians 5 and 20, he says, you should live righteous. Look carefully how you walk. Be not as the unwise, but be as the wise. Make the best use of your time, because the days of now are evil. Therefore, be not foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing and making melody of with the Lord in your heart. Pray, pray today so you can make it today. I want to remind you on this last thought that whatever your thoughts and prayers to God is, 
make sure it's in the realm of his will and with a pure heart ask God to bless you. Amen. Some of us have been hurt, some of us abused, some of us have been lied on, all of us have some wounds, but the good news is, all that you've gone Is it has not been easy No one knows the tears you've cried There have been times you felt like giving up There have been times you thought about suicide But the good news is With all that you've gone through You survived
never going back Cause all you are is so much more Than what I thought I had Your way
don't need no fire. He is fire all by himself. Man, I felt the Holy Ghost doing that song, boy. If you wasn't clapping, oh, boy, check yourself, boy, because that, that song, I mean, when you think about how much power, how much fire it is in God, that gets you excited. But you know what? We can't disassociate God with fire. God puts a rainbow, says Mahalia.
you know, enjoy the rest of your day. Love on someone today. Lift somebody's spirit up. Tell them you know the Lord and you want to share the love of God with them. All right, will you be blessed and enjoy your day. Amen.